1: Hello and welcome to the True Face weekly podcast, I'm Andy Bolland, in the car back from Birmingham with Alex Hurst, Uh, to begin,
2: uh, two points dropped or one point gained. Uh, It's it's hard, it's hard on the call because we played very well, dominated the game from start to finish, Birmingham were very, very negative, especially at the end I thought, and I think Rafa thought with the substitutions that Birmingham were going to try and push for a winner, those last ten minutes and it never happened. Um, in the context it would normally be two points drop but with, Her- with Huddersfield's defeat um, it was another point on them, takes for seven points clear with eight, eight games to go it, essentially eight points with goal difference So, I was happy with the performance, it was back to what we're after the nightmare at Fulham it was back to what we're, were expect with a dominant away performance uh, You know, dominate possession, dominate chances scored a perfectly legitimate goal uh, not given, a bit like Blackburn away again so overall, I'm, you know, I'm frustrated driving back here. I mean, stupid traffic in is part of that, but um, fucking shit city this is. Absolutely hate it. Um, but yeah, overall, fair play to the lads. I, I don't think we could have asked any more of them apart from Anita, but more on yeah. him later. Yeah, um,
1: it's just an all-round decent performance. I think missing Shelby was very notable. We lack any other real creative out there other than possibly
2: Matt Ritchie. Um, I don't know, like because you're right. Obviously, you're right. But we're created. I, th- I thought we're, we're, we were looked more dangerous in the first half. We looked more dangerous before Shelby came onto the I pitch.
1: I think that was largely down to um, my man of the match, D- Daryl Murphy. <laughs> um, I thought we, we played much better with him on the pitch. Obviously, everyone wanted to see Dwight Gill come on because you know his goal scoring record mm-hmm. at this level is outrageous. Mm-hmm. But after the, the the team performance was just much better with Daryl on the pitch. I thought we had definitely had more chances. Um, Gale gets a little bit isolated, especially when Shelby's not on the pitch, because of the type of runs he makes and the type of chances that he needs. We weren't making them for him.
2: It's a, it's a funny one. I mean, so let's let's talk about team selection, even though you're hosting. Um, <laughs> like if you think about it, it, was a surprise not to see Gale. Obviously, Shelby was was being the the line was, and I'm sure it's true. He was ill. Um, through the week, didn't train much. So, right, fair enough, he's dropped the army, which a lot of people, I mean, Sire, have been happy to see that we talked about that on the preview on Thursday um, about the fact that you know, he would like to see the army. The army did all right today, didn't out special, but did nothing wrong, I thought, apart from the classic the army air kick, which we've all come to know and love. Love. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, when I will burst out laughing. I don't know if you're gonna see us when he did it. It was like, obviously, the, there's a lot of people who hate the army. Um, and it was just hilarious when he did it because it was just like, "Oh, she has made fucking hell." Um, it's do, we not, do we not respect on about? She it just like <laughs> fucking optional? So he did all right. I don't know, can't
1: see his um, overall performance was much better. Not in that number ten role, but again, it, he's just such a like lethargic sort of footballer, isn't he? Like everything, I think everything he does looks so laboured. Um, even just running about the pitch, not not really great. Uh, he Needs two touches to do anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once he's sort of got that touch, there was a couple of moments where you can see like he's got the power to just run at people and frighten them. If very similar to your ex-favourite Newcastle player. Um, uh-huh. And he doesn't do that enough. I think he, we, said, we mentioned Perez when we were watching it, saying he's only really involved in the game if he's got the ball. And I think yeah. Diame is a very similar player. Unless he's got the ball,
2: I'm not. I'm not really sure what he's what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, so back to my original point was was Gail dropped or was he injured? But the like, I think, I turned around and I don't know if I said he before the game started or during the game. I was like, I don't know if Raf has seen something here, like because because Murphy was just so dominant. Like we can't, for people who weren't at the game, I can't, we can't exaggerate how uh, Murphy was just unbelievable. He's a fucking brilliant footballer, um, and he, was, he dominated Birmingham. He had header flashed wide in the first half his link of play was really good, bit unlucky with a couple of chances, um, second half he's had a header, great save. So, but so my, I suppose my question to you, Bodden, was was it, do you think it was deliberate by Rafa to play Murphy, considering how, I mean, Gale got a hat last time against yeah. these, I think, in December. But, um, I think partially it's like,
1: from what we've seen him in previous games, he deserved to start today. I think Gale, since he's come back from injury, obviously has lost a little bit of the momentum that he had um, previous to that and Murphy's been scoring goals when he's played. Uh, I think you probably did see something because the, the amount that
2: Birmingham managed to deal with him was was minimal. Yeah, um, and the big lads at the back as well for Birmingham and they just couldn't get close to him.
1: He's just like, he's a bit wily isn't he? Like he finds that space. Yeah. We we were laughing because at one point he went on this run and the man is not very fast at <laughs> all, but he managed to sort of take it, uh, sort of a third down the pitch, run and have get a shot away. Um he's just clever footballer, obviously experience, very experienced at this level and knows what he's doing and um, I really I really backed starting him. Um, what I would have liked to have seen is Gale come on with Murphy, because Murphy I said was dominating them winning everything. If he'd had someone to flick onto, because as we've just mentioned, Perez is only really involved if he's
2: got the ball. I like get Gale close to Murphy for those situations and I think we probably would have had a bit more luck. I think we said on the after the game, didn't we? Well I said that it was quite possible that um uh it was a, cha- a case of you know Daryl tends to last sixty, you get sixty out of him. Either comes on and gives you fifteen twenty like you did at Brighton, or he lasts sixty, like he did at um 60, 70 like he did at uh Reading, uh field and um, you know, like QBR at home, Rotherham at home. So I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? But I, I mean, Perez. I don't know what you think of him. But I thought I'm his biggest critic. But I thought he had a good game today. He was, he was positive when he got the ball, and there was a couple of times, it particularly in the first half, and actually in the second half as well, where it's like he got the ball, but he actually ran at the player, and it was like, yeah, you got tackled. But if you're gonna, if, if you're making a player, a defender, go to ground in the box to get the ball off you, you're doing something right. It's like, it, you know, he, he linked up play well. Obviously, he had that, he had that shot, um, which. Tusak saved in the fit in the first half and then Richie got to the rebound and then Perez was in and about. I, I don't know if he tried to get the touch the ball. From our position, we were right next to that goal. I don't think Perez touched the ball. Uh, Twitter seems to confirm that. And if the goal should have stood. But um yeah, first half especially, I thought he played really well. Um, so he's probably played himself into the next games potentially, depending on how we say things, but yeah, I agree with you, it was a strange one to bring on Perez and Gale together, because, I mean, Murphy was linking up quite nicely with Perez, but Gale Gales doesn't link up really very well with with Perez at all, so that was kind of disappointing to an extent. Um, what are your thoughts on Perez, Bond?
1: Yeah, I thought we had one of his better games this season, uh, again, it's frustrating, because there's some I still think there's loads of talent there, but sometimes it's decision-making, can be a little bit strange, um, there's a couple of times where you just want him to run at people and he doesn't, he divers on the ball, uh, passes it sideways sometimes or just loses it. Um, <laughs> but generally, uh, much improved performance, it might be interesting to see if he does start the next game and wherever he goes, you'd assume that Shelby, if he's fit, will come back into the side. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, wherever he might even opt to go Shelby oh, I'm and... I'm fucking, fucking, fucking sorry. It's alright, just get the road rage yeah. out mate, get out. Uh,
2: go with a Shelby and Diarme midfield and leave Perez in there, or whether you will revert to type and go there. Well, you know, it's a nice point you make, particularly against the weaker teams, but I don't know whether we'll see Hayden back. You know, two weeks in the national break, he's back in training now, we've missed him massively. Um, you're right, There were Shelby and Diarme central too could be interesting, but. Just I suppose the fr- the frustrating thing about Dane it's a little bit the same as Blackburn. For anyone who wasn't at the game, I didn't say the game, they think Blackburn... like Our dominance was as complete as Blackburn, probably with a, f- a few less chances. Birmingham couldn't get the ball off us, they weren't interested in the ball. All they had was set pieces, that's it. And long throws, and you know what, that, that's their crack, that's their crack There, They're, they're an absolutely terrible team at the moment and it's a good point for them in a clean sheet. But um, I suppose it's a little bit like the frustrating thing is that um, after he made the changes, and they're the changes, by the way, which everyone's desperate for, he's made those changes and we looked worse. And I'm not blaming him for the changes. If someone has said to me, Who do you bring on in this situation to try and win the game? My answer is John Joe Shelby and Dwight Gale and Atsu as well, even at the end. So he proper, f- f- unlike Rafa Benitez, that end, went for us. Uh, not Rafa Benitez. Not Rafa Benitez, fricking <laughs> the car there. Um, bloody Birmingham drivers, man. Um, so he did. He did everything. He did what the fans want, wanted. He did the logical things, but we, we looked. We looked a little bit more predictable after that, and I think that's one of the reasons I possibly think um, he's started with Murphy ahead of Gale. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll hear the post-match comments after this, and I'll find out I'm wrong because it looks to me like Birmingham would have trained all week to, to counter that threat of Dwight Gale. That they, what they didn't do albeit under a different manager back in December, and when when Gale did come on. He, he hardly got a kick and he looked a little bit rusty as well, to be fair. Yeah, that's what I mean about why he would have done Murphy over Gale, just because
1: he's, he's played more games recently and been scoring goals more recently. Um, Alright, should we take it on to both of our favourite players now? Uh, Alex has finally came round to my way of thinking. Uh, your thoughts on Vernon and his performance today? It's absolutely
2: dog shit, wasn't he? Like, I hate I hate slagging players off. Um, but he, But he was... <laughs> Here. Oh, fuck's sake. So,
1: I'm a massive critic of Bernard here, I don't think he's a very good footballer. I don't think he's ever been a very good footballer for Newcastle. Um, people can argue about his ability, um, and I'm happy to argue
2: with him about that. He's rubbish. And
1: nothing else to say about it. Funny
2: thing is, his best game for Newcastle for me, or certainly at right back, came in the 4 0 win over Birmingham. I, I'm, I'm sure I've praised him loads on the podcast. Today, I mean, like, right, first of all, it might not be his fault all of it because it was really, really weird. I Even Dummett today I didn't see anyone else wearing his boots. But I'm, I'm not sorry. In, in terms of the fact that whenever he got the ball and played it forwards to Richie or, uh, or another player, you would st- st- stand still. It was I like watching Paul Dummett from two years ago or some home games this season? Um, and it was like move in and move, create space, do something. So he didn't, he didn't contribute whatsoever in, in any kind of attacking sense, uh, which was really disappointing. Um, he also um, lost every single time Birmingham attacked down that side, lost every header because he's small. He lost every he left every duel, he, he gave away possession several times, it was like, a time in the, the second half when the box was absolutely loaded with Newcastle players. He was in oceans of space and he miscontrolled it and went out for a throw and it's like, shit happens, but how man, like. We we'll miss Edmond so much, and I think gamma has got to be an option for future games. Although I thought it even a shocking against Fulham as well. Two of the goals down his side. Um, it, I mean, but I dollars made like two saves. You know, one in the second half was straight at him. and was a ball flashed across the face today for a couple of rare counter attacks for for that lot. Both down on either side, like no coincidence. Um, very frustrated with him today, but you know, it's one game and he's got two weeks off now. And you know, maybe he'll get better, maybe some feedback from Benitez will help. But I thought he was, was awful today, Bolland. Yeah,
1: it's four, four years The Anita's up at the end of the season, it's got to be the end of this game now. It, it, as I was saying, like, technical ability, I'm sure people will argue me about, but the, the fact of the matter is the, the kid's too small, it's just too,
2: too small just to play too small. right back. Like, every time he headed the ball today, the ball went straight up in the air. It's like, fuck's sake, man, you, there's no one on you, Vernon. Take a couple of steps back if you're not going to be able to make the header properly. And uh, it's it's, it's a hard, you know. We're coming away from a nil-nil draw and blaming the right back, but we're not. not blaming it. It wasn't his fault. But frustrating for day to day because it was one part of the team. I mean, and Let's talk about the absolutely mental Birmingham tactics from the first half. Re- regarding Paul Dummits, I don't know. if It was their tactics, or our it's got to be. It's got to be their tactics. Well, be.
1: Everything, everything we did was going down that left-hand side.
2: So I don't know whether Matthew Raisbeck or anyone on Twitter or any of the journalists mentioned this, but I don't remember pointing it towards me, but it's just... Um sound like a proper diva there, not <laughs> The microphone must be <laughs> pointing my mouth. <laughs> oh, I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically, you know, like the whole Birmingham team just completely ignored Paul Dummich, so... From a goal kick, or from a set piece, or even when the ball was in play, Paul Dummett would be standing by himself and Birmingham were just like, nah, give it to him. I don't know, I think it's a deliberate ploy, because it is Paul Dummett.
1: So you don't think that it was a ploy by Rafa to replace our quarterback John Joe
2: Shelby with (laughs) Paul Dummett? I don't think so, but then Dummett, to be fair to him in the first half, he passed the ball a couple of times to the opposition, which the idiots around us were going mental, but he had nothing else on. Dummett and Goufran caused chaos in the first half, absolute chaos, um, for them so it was, just, it was just really I've never been to a football match before where like all 10 players were on one side of the pitch it was just rinse and
1: repeat wasn't it every single time yeah it's just dumb,
2: ball it, ball. dumb it, like Dummett Goufran Murphy <laughs> Dummett so to be fair if Rafa Benitez builds a promotion winning team like around Paul Dummett give him all the money like <laughs> <laughs> that's not a plan for the future um, but yeah I mean Dummett played really well first off second half it did like things changed but the fact that Birmingham I don't, I don't know what formation Birmingham was so defensive today I don't know what formation they played, I think they played 5-3-2, or 5-4-1, not two, they didn't play, it was two, two strikers, because they seemed to have three centre-backs, and then they had their, their right-back, who was kind of tasked with getting at Paul, and then, you know, they would have a midfielder every time come across, but, yeah, Kufan was a little bit frustrating, There's a couple of times Gufran was in, and he played well first half, kind of tailed off, second half, but... A couple of times Gouferan was in in the first half and he just didn't back his touch. It's like, no, you, you've, you've got behind the defender. Perez as well did this a couple of times and then he, he kind of improved. You've got past the defender. He's not, not going to catch you, Jon. Like, you're faster than him. Same with you, Perez. You are faster than the defender. Just keep going. You don't have to check back. I understand the desire to keep the ball. And to bring colleagues into play But there's no need if you, Once you're past them You're, you're faster than them And to be fair to Perez He did have, I think he must someone from the bench Must have told him Listen you've got the beating Of this fullback here Perez is kind of coming across And supporting Dummett and um, Goufran And that's where, where Chances came from actually And that's where the goal Nearly came from In the first half So you know i Massive critic of me Of Newcastle's left side Of those two And they played really well today. I thought
1: Yeah they, they did well The unfortunate thing is That neither of them Have got um Masses amounts of quality. So, yeah. the way that we were playing, and to be fair, both of them did all right. It got frustrating watching because you was like, if we just had that little bit extra out of either Gufran or Dummett, they would have created something in those situations. Because the first half, that left hand side,
2: was just ours for the taking if we wanted yeah. it. Well, um, I said, I said you, I'm thinking he's got to switch Richie here. Yeah. So there's so much space on the left side, but maybe he's thinking if I do that, I kill the golden goose because they're obviously not going to let they're not going to let Richie have the space. Good has. yeah.
1: Um that was sort of the story all over the pitch for me. To be honest, everyone barring Anita played all right. Yeah, it was just that little bit extra missing, which we I normally gout. I Shelby. thought Hammy
2: played really well that day. You know the debate about Hanley and Ben, but played a great ball on with Ritchie in the first half. Like a shelvy esque ping in the first half. Richie took a great touch, took it around the keeper, and unfortunately a. Uh, Defender just got back to yeah. uh, sort out, but I thought Hanley played really well. Like, I agree with you. I thought, I thought everyone was good, um, apart from Anita. It's harsh, um, but I thought like I thought Colback had a good game. He moved the ball quickly, despite the people, the blokes behind us want the ball moved at the fucking speed of light. <laughs> Move it quicker, like how? I'd love to know <laughs> how, but like, yeah, I thought Colback had a good game as well. I mean, how do you think? How do you think? Um, how, do I, how do I think? What's his name? I forgot his name. Dion. Or Richie? Sorry, Richie. Yeah, Richie. A day? Do you think he was a little bit wasteful, perhaps? You know, especially on set pieces. There was a lot. Of, there was a lot of pressure on him today. I think to fill sort of the,
1: the gap left by Shelby um, from a creative point of view. And he's just a little, it's just a little bundle of energy, isn't he? Like he's all over the pitch. Like it's always maximum effort with him. And Richie's going to have days like this where it just doesn't quite happen for him. Um, he had a couple of decent shots. He easily could have scored one of them. Yeah. yeah probably. Should, the last touch for the disallowed goal. It was a goal, so he scored. Well, <laughs> yeah, he did score today. He? He, he did score. Um, so it was a little bit, little bit unfortunate, but just what you'd expect from Matt Ritchie, wasn't it? Just loads of, loads and loads of energy. Um, just didn't, if just like everyone else on the pitch, just didn't quite happen for him today.
2: He's probably a captain of material for me. You know, he, the last ten minutes. I mean, I don't want to. The support today was much, much better than the last time it was at Birmingham. It's pretty loud. I think we're very loud actually. Disappoint a little bit that, you know, that those last 10 minutes, the awaying was flat. People yeah. get frustrated, it's like, no, that's the time to, to fucking get behind the lads, but that last 10 minutes, Richie was saying to all his players, come on, lads, one last go, come on, one last big putt, so fair play to him. My issue with him is that, it's just that there's a couple of opportunities today, I mean, when he shot, which was just mental, that one went out for a throw-in when he volleyed it with his left foot, and it's like, now, like, Matt, we've got everyone in the fucking box here, don't do that, and then we had a great well, I think he won He won the free kick actually, right on the edge of the box, and I said to you, there's no way this goes up and down, he's too close to get up and down, what did he try and do? There's two free kicks actually, yeah. first one I said he's too far, to shoot, he shot. By the way, uh, Murphy was still on the pitch at this point, and he's winning fucking everything. Get the ball in the box, Matt. Um, and that one at the end, I just thought it's too close to goal, it, it, and I don't know, I just thought he was a little bit wasteful. There were two really good opportunities there, in a very tight game for us to get something and I thought his decision-making was probably he, he had a good game overall and second half he really came into it much more than the first half. He's also donated a pair of side boots for the quiz so I'll take it all back. Yeah, <laughs> You
1: were class man. Um, he's, you know, do you remember John Carver saying if we had 11 Jack callbacks then we'd win more games? Like if we had a, actually genuinely if we had 11 yeah. Matt Ridges, we'd win more games than we lose because he's just, he's just top professionalism. He? he doesn't give up, keeps trying, just loads of energy. Um,
2: you got any other points of business? Oh, loads, loads. I'll just turn the phone back on quickly so we can see it's still on. I thought it wasn't recording. Um, basically, I thought the referee today was disgraceful. Uh, other way, other way, other way. There we go. <laughs> the referee was disgraceful. Um, apart from abusing the referee, like telling the ref to fuck off. I don't know what you've got to do to get booked in this league. Birmingham committed eighteen fouls today. They've only got they've only got eleven players. Committed eighteen fouls and got one booking. And it, I mean, we called it in the first half. Am I coming off here? What start, it, it's like dead confusing.
1: <laughs> Birmingham also the north, northwest M six M six M six seems like a good bet.
2: We'll do M six. Yeah. We all going to come off here like, but we can go off there. Then. We we'll come off here because it's loads of traffic. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. You Alright. Um, yeah, the ref today, what, what it's trying to do is getting, is, is taking us back. Alright. This is an advert for Garmin or whatever. <laughs> Certainly not an advert for Garmin. I've got no idea what the console. I'll try and tell him. Anyway, I just don't know what you've got to do to get booked in this division. The, the amount of times they were pulling my back, pushing us. Nick and were like, it's just, it's just like, surely the ref understands that if if you don't book them off or, or do anything like that, then they're they're gonna keep doing it over and over again. If you don't book players for fouling players constantly, it's it's just like it it's consistently happening where you know you're gonna you, they're gonna do it again, and you're just letting players to fall five, six fucking fouls on players and like we had really good breaks on in the first half, fantastic breaks no, pulled back one player fucking rugby tackled Jack Colback. no booking like a stern fucking talking to you, which is just ah, it's so annoying Well I would say from our point I have of no view, idea, I'm sorry I'm
1: six <laughs> uh, north but uh, what, like to come down on the other side like the standard refereeing was poor but we also got away with a few things not 18 but Jack Colback probably should have picked up his like Standard standard booking. Um there's a
2: couple of times where if you were a Birmingham fan, I guess right. you would have been slightly irritated that on well, um, I'm gonna have to ask you to stop the recording. On. Just how to stop the recording there because getting fucked by the sat mouth. But I know you say we got away with it a bit, but I'd, I'd have happily taken a couple of bookings for Newcastle castle players for, for seven or eight bookings for their place. Just like what if you like honestly, unless you fucking two foot someone. What what do these referees think the boogin is? It's just a, it's just so demoralising. Like I said to you there at the end of the game, most teams in a game will commit like eight eight to ten fouls, maybe less, maybe six to ten. I said to you Birmingham there commit at least at least fifteen fouls. And it was fucking eight, 18 fouls and one Bougain. Like yeah. fuck's sake man. the ref the ref the linesmen are not torture them half time saying. The linesmen or the fourth official of say the ref, but you're letting these get away with a bit here, like fucking hell they're pulling they're pulling back the lads non-stop. They wouldn't call them the lads, but <laughs> <laughs> There's, there, there's a supporters' post, Bolland, going in the opposite direction to it. Suddenly comes a van. Some fuck knows. I think maybe we should have stayed on that road. <laughs> <coughs> um, that's the ref. That's my vent about the ref Bolland. I don't know what else you want to us to. say. someone. You got you got something any, like on the general results? How do you feel? What are, like you know the in terms of the points we have and so, are you happy enough? And, I mean, we we were just chatting about it before we did this, isn't it?
1: Um, I want to win the league. It's not the end of the world if we don't win the league, but I think for Rafa I think it's important that we do win the league and for the fans I think it's important that we do end up winning the league. Um, obviously Huddersfield getting beat 4-0 last night was brilliant for us. I think just winning the league would sort of set lays down a marker, doesn't it? Like the first thing we've had to win, that we can feasibly win as well, is this league and I think a lot of the fans feel the same way, like we've got Rafa, we've got the best team, we should win it. Um, What'll let us down now is if we continue to play like that away from home. Is our home form and how Rafa is going to remedy what's been a pretty dire year at home. I know there's only been three or four losses at home, but that's t- that's too many, really. That St James's Park needs to be a fortress, and uh, it's not at the moment. think. Like Wigan, for example, coming up. Should Wigan on Burton two games in yeah, three days Well four days? Yeah. Wigan should we should be looking at that going. That's an easy three points. Like come here, sort of a relatively tough game, I guess, frustrating game at least. And going back home and expecting to get three points, but against a team right down the bottom of the table at home, is a potential banana
2: skin for us. And with Huddersfield only is it seven points now. Seven point, you say only, it's kind of big. Seven seven but eight with cool difference. And they've got a game in hand still as well. Right, but it's not all the last. The good thing about their game in hand is we could already be promoted. Yeah. It's it's, it's their second last game of the season.
1: Okay. Well, and still. Um, And I think that a lot of what the frustration comes out when we're in the crowds comes from is, yeah, we're doing all right. I mean, the guy behind us for all of the players were crap today uh, to a man. And I think that frustration is born out of where. An expectation that we do win the league promotion for most for some fans isn't isn't enough.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean, but fuck them. Um, you know the the, the support today, like I said, it was good. The way we're stuck, I'm, I'm sure when I buy tickets to the box office, apart from selling them about 14 different addresses um, and s- several addresses which I've never heard of or people I don't know, uh, which is perfectly logical according to them. Um, you know, the the, the scene to put me with ridiculously negative people like the blokes today. Where hey, he's not good enough. Hey, he's not good enough. Hey, he's not good enough. Good, not good enough for fucking what? For this game? For for being top of the league? For I, I don't understand what they're not good enough for. But anyway, um, yeah, I suppose it's a good point at the end of the day. It would have been a bad point had Huddersfield won, but they didn't. Obviously, Brighton are playing now. We don't know what the score is because we're recording this. And it's not on the radio anyway, so <laughs> probably wouldn't anyway. But um, I suppose, yeah, like, well, it's a good point. Well, Birmingham are a bad team, but. We we'll come here and I thought, you know, I watch. I watched Leeds play Birmingham a couple of weeks ago on Telly. Birmingham had loads of chances. Uh, very unlucky to lose that game, and we were massively unlucky to to, get, to, to not win today. And like, that's what I want. I want Newcastle to get what get what we deserve. We deserve nothing against Fulham. In a lot of in a lot of the games are seeding the Blackburn away, maybe Blackburn at home-ish, definitely Forest away in a day. We've deserved all three points and haven't got them, and I'm far more comfortable going to games, walking away frustrated because we haven't got what we deserved than Saturday where we were shit and got exactly what was coming to us. So we continue to play well, we'll continue to play like we did today. We'll get promoted by by mid-April in my opinion. Yeah. One of the one of the things to touch
1: on, if you look at the Fulham game, we were just lumping long balls up for with no real purpose, today they sort of went back to basics a little bit, there was less of those long balls, Uh, the passing between the lads was pretty decent and it was getting the balls in the box to Murphy so it was just, they stripped it back a little bit I think, Um, stopped trying to play those Hollywood balls that just weren't working against Fulham. Um, And if they continue to do that we'll have
2: more success than uh, failures for the rest of the season. I hate to break any your bollocks but we're seemingly driving back into Birmingham. (laughs) Soon, are <laughs> Fucking hope not. <laughs> hope I never have to come back here again. It's so shit. It's such a shithole. Yeah. We're well done. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Again, appreciate it. Cheers. Thank okay. you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find
0: what you need. Plus,